Welcome to the She Connects podcast. My name is Susan Vandenhubel, and I am honored to be your host each and every week. This is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, that allows me to connect with women in the online space. You can learn more about me and my ministry at www.sherisesmn.org or simply tap the link in the show notes. But for now, let's dive into this week's episode. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It has been a long time, hasn't it? Hey, you know what? It feels so good to be back in the chair, back in front of the microphone, and just bringing you some things that are on my heart that the Lord has placed, just things that He's been showing me, things that He's placed on my heart. And I'm excited to connect with you again here on the podcast in the online space. So it's great to be back. And thank you again for tuning in. I hope that you had a great summer. I, you know, after a long sabbatical, I have been away since um, May for sure, totally off the socials, um, any social media platform stepped away from that, stepped away from podcasting, anything ministry related since May, but I am back. And after a long sabbatical, uh, I am back with fresh vision. I feel renewed. I feel refreshed and recharged. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. You know, they say that everything works better if you unplug it for a while and then plug it back in. And (laughs) I guess that goes for you and I too. If we unplug It's good for us, right? Well, I don't want to get into all of that, but I feel like there's a whole message in that. And I I guess if you want to listen to the brief episode that I did, it's only like 15 minutes long, uh, that I titled Signing Off. That was actually just some some things the uh, the Lord had placed on my heart for doing just that, giving yourself permission to step back from things every now and then is good for the soul. It's good for our mental health. It's good for our physical health, our spiritual health, our emotional health. It's good all the way around. All right. Well, the title of this first episode coming back this fall is entitled Embracing Change. You know, since the beginning of the year, uh, I could tell that change was in the air. You know, here in Minnesota, we are heading into the season that we refer to as fall. You know, as I look out my office window, I can see that the leaves are changing color. Some of them are already dropping to the ground. The temps are cooler. Change is definitely in the air, naturally speaking. And I actually have my office window open because the the air is just so refreshing. So you might hear um, a couple of dogs barking. (laughs) You might hear some kids out playing because the time I'm the time of the day that I'm recording this, the school buses will be coming by. The school day is about over. So if you hear that in the background, um, that's okay. I just love having the window open. But, you know, the type of change I'm referring to that I could sense was was just of a spiritual nature. And, you know, as, as I said in the beginning of the year, I could just sense. It's like I could, I could sense that change was in the air. It was definitely... Of, of a spiritual nature, but I just wasn't sure what it was exactly. And thinking about 
just the the word that God gave me for for the year, and um, I, I won't get into all of that and just kind of how all of that plays out in my life. But every fall, I guess, um, I spend some time with the Lord, praying about and seeking His heart for me, for my ministry, for my life in the upcoming year. You know, God, what are you saying? What are you doing? What direction are you taking? And for this year, for 2022, He really impressed upon my heart a passage of scripture from Psalm 45, and to let go of the familiar, let go of the familiar. I'm going to come back to that in just a a minute. But, you know, over the past few months, as I postured my heart to hear the Lord's heart for me personally, my ministry, and what direction he was taking me, I, I really felt like, you know, I needed to, I needed to seek the Lord and ask him, God, What are you considering? How would you define familiar in my life? Because, I mean, I could label a lot of things familiar in my life, right? I could could name um, how I structure my day, the places that I frequent, how I spend my time, how I spend my money, um, you know, just all these different things that are familiar to me. But yet I felt like, okay, God, I, I you are speaking something here. You put this in my heart for a reason. And so it was up to me to seek his heart and ask him, what is on your heart? God, what is on your mind? And how would you define familiar in my life? What What is familiar according to you that you are wanting me to let go of? And um, I, that I don't have a whole lot of time to get into everything that he shared with me, but I I really began to understand that there was a transition taking place in my life and specifically in um, in ministry. Some of the changes that are taking place in my ministry is me pursuing certification as a life purpose and ministry coach. You guys, I am so excited about that because I have a heart to help people, especially women. I love helping women, um, you know, just gain tools to succeed and being empowered to make decisions that reflect what they say they want. And as a coach, I will be able to help women not only identify, but have breakthrough in limiting beliefs stop sabotaging their progress and really begin to understand and and see what steps are necessary to take and help build courage to step forward into all that the Lord has for them. I am so excited. Um, You're going to hear me talk a little bit more about this new adventure, this new thing that, that the Lord has led me to and how you can work with me if that's something that you are interested in. And I I do have to say, even though it is um, pursuing certification as a life purpose and ministry coach, those can be two separate things. You don't have to be, you know, going into ministry per se in order to reach out to me if you want to work with me. Maybe it's just, you know, you want some coaching in life in general, or, you know, just really understanding what your potential is and discovering your God-given purpose, your God-given 
potential. Maybe it's learning how to structure your day or whatever it might be. If you want to work with me, you're going to hear more about that. I'm super excited about that. I started school to be certified as a life coach back in the beginning of September. So you're listening here in October. So by now I am well into my schooling, but um, I'm going to be opening that up in the beginning of January. So stay tuned for more information. And you know what? It's a great opportunity to tell your loved ones, you know what? This is what I want. This is what I want for Christmas. This is what I want for my birthday. This is what I want for whatever. You know, you have something special coming up that you people usually recognize you and give you gifts for or something like that. This is a great uh, thing for someone to gift you, you know, to be able to work with me if that's something that you are interested in and just uh, securing a package, if you will, to to work with me. Again, more information coming, but super, super excited about that. But, you know, talking about embracing change, I wanted to start this new episode off with a short mini series on transition. I think that transition or change and embracing change is a part of everyone's life. We all experience change, whether it's changes in our jobs or relationships or a change in location. You know, maybe you're looking at being an empty nester here in just a matter of a few months. You have a you have a senior in your house or something is changing. We all experience it, right? We all experience some kind of change, some kind of transition. And I, I'm reminded of a scripture verse in Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 19. I love this passage of scripture. You are probably familiar with it, but let me read it to you out of the NIV version that I'm going to be reading this out of, and it's Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 19. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I love that. I love those two words, see and perceive. See, I am doing a new thing. Do you not perceive it? Oh man, I love those two words. I am a word girl. I I just love diving in and just really unpacking, um, you know, what is really being communicated in the scriptures. And it's interesting to me that as I compare other translations of the Bible, there's one translation that uses the words watch closely. I am preparing something new. Oh, I love that because here's the thing. God is always at work. He is always at work in our lives. We may not always see it with our natural eyes, but he is always at work in our in our lives in every single season of our lives. God is at work. So in this mini series I'm just going to take up four parts. Um, this is this is part one in this series. They're going to be they're going to be titled "Faith Has Eyes, Faith Has Ears, Faith Has a Voice, and Faith Has Feet." I love that. So uh, we're going to be we're going to be covering how to tell when change is in the air, what to do during transition, and why it's important to let go when God is closing a door or ending something in your life. So in this week's episode, 
Faith has eyes. Again, Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 19. Those two words that just really captured my attention. See and perceive. Uh, and I think it's really important as people of faith, women of faith, to understand that see isn't always about sight, naturally speaking. There is that aspect, but we can't just sit there and, and define and try to box in that word because we also have to couple it with eyes of faith, right? The eyes of faith, faith has eyes. Just as the season of fall, I can see that changes in the air. We can also see things are changing around us through eyes of faith. And I, I want to give you it's just a kind of an idea to begin to help you to kind of open up eye, your eyes, maybe eyes of faith to be able to see and recognize if change is in the air, how to tell when seasons are changing. Maybe God is doing something new in your life. This is not an exhaustive list. And I'm not saying that these are clear cut, cookie cutter type ways to identify change is in the air in your life. I'm just saying that these are possibilities for you to consider. Number one, challenges of some kind. You know, I, I immediately think about the disciple Peter uh, in the New Testament, he was one of one of the twelve disciples, and you can read about him uh, throughout the Gospels. And he he was this this guy who was like, you know, Jesus, I'm never going to fail you. I'm never going to let you down. I'm always going to have your back. I'm always going to be there. And Jesus, he says to him, "You will deny me three times." And Peter says, basically, and I'm paraphrasing here, "No, not me. I will never do that. Maybe these other people, but but." But not me. And you know what? When Jesus was arrested and marched away to stand trial, um, and then eventually, you know, he would hang on a cross and die on a cross for you and me, he did deny Jesus three different times. He did the very thing that he said he would not do. Well, his he it was like a failure. It was a failure. This horrible part of Peter's Peter's life, of Peter's faith that really kind of rocked him where he had to really kind of get honest with himself and look at himself in the mirror, so to speak, and really begin to understand that he had some he had some character flaws. He had some areas of his faith that he needed to mature in. And yet we see him um, becoming this pillar of faith and a leader of the early church in the book of Acts. Well, what happened um, in, in between there? It's kind of like the, the denial of, of Jesus, that, that failure, and then him becoming this incredible man of faith, this, this leader of the early church are like the bookends of his faith. Well, what happened in the middle? He was in a season of change. He was in a season of difficulty. He was moving from one season to another. There is something that God is doing in the challenges of our lives. He is um, bringing us up higher in our faith and he's doing something new and, and, you know, maybe just purging out things that are no longer serving us well and serving our faith well. And, and so don't mistake that the challenges can't be a transition point for moving us into something greater in our faith. Number two, closed doors. You know, maybe 
what used to work for you just isn't working anymore. You used to kind of easily walk through doors. You could easily see that, that God was just opening doors. And now all of a sudden doors aren't open for you anymore in that way. That could be a sign that you are in a season of change. Number three, relationships are changing for you. Maybe God is slowly bringing uh, new people into your life. You're welcoming and beginning relationships with other people that that maybe you maybe weren't rubbing shoulders with before. You maybe are beginning to develop new new relationships with new people that are maybe a little bit further along in their faith or they're a little bit further along in the area that you want to grow in. And so God is bringing those people into your life so that you can glean and you can learn from them. Uh, number four, maybe for you, you once had a, a really great desire for something, but you've noticed that lately the desire just isn't there anymore. In other words, what used to be kind of a pep in your step or you know, maybe kind of get you going in the morning. It's just not there anymore. You feel like the desire just isn't in your heart anymore. You feel like, I don't know, I just feel bored in this. I don't feel excited about it anymore. I used to kind of breathe it in like oxygen and it's just not there anymore. You could be in a season of change. Uh, number five, I refer to this one as busting a seam. <laughs> busting a seam. In other words, you've grown so much in your faith and, and in the gifts. You know, you've really been doing a, a just a lot of work, diving into developing the gifts that are lying on the inside of you. And you know that there's more in you, but maybe the environment that you're in hasn't necessarily grown with you and you're just not getting opportunities. And so it's kind of like you feel contained, so to speak. If you have young kids at home and they go through a growth spurt, okay, and so maybe maybe the pants that they were wearing, you know, at the beginning of the summer, they're no longer able to fit into you're going into this new season of school because they have grown and so they've outgrown some things. Maybe for you, you, you would say, I've outgrown some things and I, I just feel like there's something more, there's something bigger, there's something more on the inside of me. You could possibly be entering into a new season. And finally, um, last but definitely not least, again, this is not an exhaustive list, but you feel limited somehow. Maybe you don't feel free to be the authentic you, the the you that God created you to be. You could be entering into a new season. A really great example of this was a couple of years ago, I was invited to speak somewhere. It was a community event and, you know, it was, it was ecumenical. In other words, you know, it was non-denominational. Anybody could attend. It wasn't just for charismatics. It wasn't just for Lutherans. It was ecumenical. So anybody could go. Um, and it was just kind of a community, community type event, just reaching people with the love of the Lord, spreading the gospel and just speaking truth and speaking life and hope over anyone who came. Really great worship, great speakers, free food. Uh, just It was just held by the lake and it was just a beautiful evening, beautiful atmosphere. 
just faith was in the air and the Lord's presence was so palpable. Well, I, uh, again, was one of the speakers and I tell you, I just tell you something. I stepped off of that stage and Tim said these words to me. He said, Suze, there was something different about you tonight. And, and so we, you know, we were kind of talking about that. And I specifically asked him, what did you see was different about me? You know, like um, uh, what, what specifically did you notice or did you observe or did you hear? And he said these words to me. He said, you were in your element. And he, he went on to say that, you know, how sometimes when you are preaching in a, like maybe a church service of some kind, how you feel a little restricted, you feel a little contained, you're in an environment where, you know, you're really not free to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit, or, um, you know, you maybe feel a prompting in your heart, but you don't feel like there's freedom to be able to follow that. And, you know, of course, I knew what he was talking about because I've, you know, I've been in ministry for 20 years. And so, you know, the Lord has allowed me to share his, share his good news, the gospel, and many different type of environments. And so, there is a there is a difference in those two type of environments and i'm not at all saying anything negative about the church not at all please don't misunderstand don't misinterpret what i am saying here i love the church i believe in the church um i i you know wholeheartedly support everything the mission of the church jesus christ gave his life for the church he loves the church jesus is the head of the church and so i you know believe in the church i'm not trying to throw the church under the bus but there have been times in my ministry where it has been a little different. And so I was able to recognize and understand and track with what Tim was saying. There was just uh, an ability to to follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit. There was a little bit more freedom in that community event than um, in in some services that, that I've been a part of. And so, you know, that's what I'm talking about there is maybe you, you're just kind of feeling a little limited. You don't feel free in some in some way or another you could be in a season of change where where me you know God isn't necessarily calling you to leave the church at all I mean we are to be a part of the body right um, we're not to, supposed to be an island unto ourselves lone rangers out there um, we are to, called to be a part of the local church and to be a part of the body but but maybe God is wanting to sort of branch you out a little bit. Maybe God is wanting to bring you into um, more opportunities outside of the local church where maybe you can continue to use your gifts and serve within the local church, but he's wanting to also expand your reach outside of those four walls. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, so again, God is always at work in our lives. Every single season of our lives, God is at work. And it's important for us to remember that faith has eyes, that faith has eyes. Again, going back to Isaiah chapter 43 and verse 19. See, I am doing a new thing. 
Can you not perceive it? We have to be able to sort of step back. We need to step back and allow the Lord to help us to see what he sees in our lives and in the world around us, to be able to see through eyes of faith, through through kingdom lenses, excuse me, through kingdom lenses, if you will. God, help me to see with 2020 vision what you want me to see. I just sense that something is, is changing. Help me to see what you want me to see because there is something that he wants you to see. And does he give us the whole picture? No, he's not going to. Why? Because oftentimes it will overwhelm us. I, you know, I, I kind of liken it to uh, going to going to a, a movie, if you will, you know, watching a movie, you're going to download a, a movie in, in your home, or you're maybe going to go to a movie theater. And sometimes we will watch a trailer before we, we put down money to, to buy a, a, a theater ticket or pay for the rental, you know, at home. Um, we, we want to view a trailer. Well, sometimes that's, that's kind of how God be begins to stir on the inside of us. And that's how he begins to show us things is kind of like through a trailer, if you will. He doesn't give us the whole movie, so to speak, but he will give us a trailer, a vision into what he is doing so that we can begin to pray into it in in that way so that we can begin to apply ourselves and make changes and and take steps toward whatever the things that he is showing us. And so he does want to show you things, but he's not going to show you the entire picture. Again, oftentimes it's because it will overwhelm us because often what God is doing in our lives feels way bigger than anything we could pull off in and of ourselves, which is a clear indication that God is in it. Because if it's something that you and I can pull off in our own strength, in our own sense and reason, in our own wisdom, <laughs> I don't know, God's, God's so much bigger than that. And it's never good for us to develop a plan and hope that God will follow it. Amen. We want to see, Lord, where are you going? Where are you leading me? Show me and so that I can follow you and give me the courage to put action toward the things that you are leading me to. Because what did I say earlier? Faith also has feet, right? We're going to get to that um, here in this short mini series. But this week, faith has eyes. So if you are sensing that you know, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. I sense that maybe something is changing. Pray into that. Pray into these things that I that I gave, these different points of, of possibilities of maybe change taking place in your life and see what God, see what God shows you. Invite him to speak to you. Invite him to show you and to open your eyes so that you can see what he wants you to see. The Bible says, and I don't have this scripture verse in front of me, so this wasn't even in my notes. So this is for somebody, I don't know who it's for, but the Bible says, my people perish for a lack of vision. Listen, 
God wants you to be a woman of vision, a woman who sees where God is leading. And, you know, when, when we are able to see what he wants us to see, it help us, it helps us to feel alive. It helps us to be awakened to what he's doing in our lives. And it helps us to feel purposeful and it, it adds joy. And that just that sense of adventure that faith is. And I love that. And I believe that God wants that for you because here's the thing, how we view something determines what we see. So ask the Lord to give you his eyes, his vision, his clear 2020 vision to be able to see your life and the things that he is doing in your life through the lens of heaven. Kingdom, kingdom glasses, kingdom lens. Amen. All right. So next week, come on back for the second uh, the second episode in this mini series, Embracing Change. We're going to be talking about faith has ears. But until then, have a great rest of your week. Again, it's so great to be back. If you can't tell, I have this big smile on my face from ear to ear. It feels so good to be connecting with you again here in the online space. Reach out and let me know that you are excited that we are um, connecting again. Drop a hello. I would love to hear from you. Uh, and and hey, let me know if, if, if something in this week's episode really resonated with you and was a, was a confirmation of something that God has been speaking um, to your heart and doing in your life. I would so love to hear from you. All right, take care. Have a great week and I will catch you next time. Same place, believing in and for you. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me this week. It was great connecting with you. Hey, would you do me a quick favor that would mean the world to me? Would you go ahead and leave a few stars and a review or even a comment? It not only means so much to me, but in the online space and the podcasting world, the more stars, reviews, and comments that a podcast receives, the further the reach. It ranks up a little bit higher in Google searches, which then results in reaching more women with this amazing content. So if you are blessed and enjoying, you know, just the content that you are hearing here on the podcast, would you go ahead and leave a few stars, a review, and some comments? It means the world to me. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you right back here, same place, same time, next week.